Welcome back, finally, to another episode and a brand new season of Life Goes On podcast. I'm your host, Lakin Fox, and I know a lot of you are probably sitting there right now like, dude, where have you been? To be honest, I've just been here, and I haven't been up to a whole lot, but mentally, I just wasn't in a place to be able to find the words that I felt were worthy of sharing. I want this content to be as authentic as possible, so I've made the executive decision that even when I'm feeling some type of way like I have the last few months, I'm still going to put my thoughts out here in case they're still beneficial or thought-provoking to you, the listeners, in any way. I said I want to be super authentic with my content, so I'll be super blunt and start with this. Life is not easy for anyone. The last few months, I've realized that no matter who we are, bad things happen to us all. And that's not to say that our individual stories don't matter, but rather the opposite. If we can empathize with each other's stories and show compassion and love, we can strengthen the bonds with the people around us and build more supportive communities. Let me say this next. Become aware of the ways you build your relationships with others. I've talked about attachment styles a little bit before, but in practice, I've discovered that having the awareness of how you behave in relationships with others can take your bonds to the next level because you really sit in the power of your own vulnerability and emotions. I titled this Life's a Mess, but that's okay, because life is non-stop. It's almost guaranteed that little blips and messes are going to happen, but the comforting thing is that we're never alone. Someone is almost always under some sort of stress, so let's all help each other carry the weight of whatever's getting us down. The most time I spend these days is alone, and for a lot of people, that can be a terrifying thing. I honestly believe that one of the most painful feelings in this lifetime is loneliness. This past year, I've worked super hard to combat this feeling on my darkest days, but I'm going to be really honest, there are still many days I feel like the whole world is just existing around me and I'm in my own little bubble of solitude. Oftentimes, too, when I'm alone, I almost guilt trip myself into an even more negative feeling because I don't feel like I'm doing what I should be doing with my time alone. This is where the work on myself I've done comes into play, where in therapy, I was taught to shift my thoughts, to do things that distract me from going further into the negativity and break the old patterns of spiraling. Shifting your own thoughts takes a lot of practice and self-discipline, but it's super helpful and worthwhile. Thought changing is basically when you feel yourself getting worked up with any negative feeling. Mentally, you take a step back and ask yourself why you feel this way, and then keep asking yourself related questions to essentially walk yourself through the conundrum. Recently, I found myself feeling really negatively and frustrated with myself because I had a list of about 20 things to do, a deep desire to want to get them done, but also was stressed about not getting them done even though I had more than enough time to. Finally, after a few days of pondering this new awareness for how I was feeling, I sat down with my little flip pad and thought about what the root of my issue was. Obviously, a multitude of tasks on a to-do list can be stress-inducing, but that's pretty standard and doesn't normally upset me in this way. What I realized was that it wasn't the tasks themselves bothering me, but rather the time it would take to complete each one and the fact that I didn't have the availability in my schedule to get each task done all at once in the same sitting. For some odd reason, I have it set in my mind that it feels better to sit down for several hours at a time hyper-focusing on a task from start to finish. What I wrote in my flip pad was this, how can I be able to start tasks slash projects and be able to not complete them in one sitting and not go completely unhinged or manic or have a full breakdown? 
Once I was able to get that question in front of my face, I started to think of what I would say to a friend if they were going to ask me for advice on the topic. Some solutions I came up with were setting time limits and using alarms on my phone, remind myself there will be time to fit it into the next day if I don't complete the task, and to write down my ideas but not to worry about them until the scheduled time slot for that particular task. And the key to doing this exercise is that I wrote it down in my flip pad where I write all my important thoughts so I will always have it and can refer back to it when I need to. I've spent a lot of this past year battling between having an utmost optimism and intense fears when it comes to life throwing things my way that aren't easy to handle. I find it really overwhelming sometimes to balance and maintain all of the moving parts of my life. The biggest change I've made personally is trying not to be so hard on myself when things aren't necessarily going right. As important as it is to be disciplined and able to take control of your own thoughts at any given moment, it is equally as important to have self-compassion. Something I've shifted my awareness to is trying to improve my positive self-talk. I have a terrible tendency to go on couple-week loops back and forth between absolute god complexes about myself and treating myself like garbage when things don't feel as good. The biggest task is to stop the negative spiral of thoughts as soon as possible and to give yourself positive affirmations and words of reassurance. The sooner you interrupt the negative spirals and the more you become aware of when they're coming, like a muscle, your brain adapts to the interruptions over time, so eventually you'll be able to detect the onslaught of negativity before it arrives, and naturally your brain will interrupt with more compassionate and positive self-talk. As the old saying goes, I am my own worst critic, and I think that goes for a lot of people. While we can be critical and set the bar high for ourselves, we need to still be mindful that we're just humans trying our best, and you're stuck with your own thoughts at the end of the day, so try to control them so that you're nicer to yourself. I don't care how cheesy it sounds, be your own bestie. It'll be the best thing you ever do for yourself. The world we live in is so fast-paced, it makes sense that sometimes we get caught up in it and feel like there's just not enough time in the day to get everything done. My experience with balancing a lot on my plate has been trying to figure out how to take care of myself better in my downtime so that I can enjoy my uptime tasks even more. There's a saying, if you don't make time for your wellness, you'll be forced to make time for your illness. And this exact thing happened to me where I had to take time away from most major aspects of life, like work and school, because I was having such a hard time in my head. Life will never stop, and that's just a fact. If we have to be here and get things done, we may as well take care of ourselves while we do. Take at least 10 minutes for yourself every day and do something to benefit your mental wellness. For some people, it could be yoga, meditation, reading, journaling, affirmations, you name it, as long as you prioritize yourself among the mess. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Life Goes On. For all podcast-related information, keep up to date on my brand new website, lifegoesonpodcast.ca. Follow along on Instagram for a bunch of fresh content that I've got geared up for this second season of Life Goes On. I'm your host, Lakin Fox, and I hope you have an incredible day.